of back. Sports.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes. Subscribe to this lovely, sexy, wonderful podcast for free. Tune in media for your mobile devices. Google Play Podcast, and we are now on Spotify. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that we so love Bow, bow on Bulls. The show totally, utterly, and foreverly dedicated to the Chicago Bulls and NBA talk. I am Big Day. Hey, I'll see the with the webcam. Yes, yes, congratulations <laughs> for having a webcam and coming boldly into the 20th century uh, and getting a webcam. It's very, very nice. You know, it's always funny because you're the you're the technical side of all that we do here on Ball. So the fact that you were the last one to get a <laughs> webcam is hilarious to me. It really is. Like, I would think you'd be the first one on it. You would know the right websites to get it from, the right deals and stuff. You'd be giving me names of people and things like that. But no. <laughs> But now, but you have one now, and it's and it looks great. You look you look great, and you're is this a was this a 4K or HD? What what do you have? Uh, I think it's the HD. I think it's 4K. Okay. This All is right. the HD. Yeah, it's, t- it's 1080. So it's 1080. Yeah, it's HD flat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the the mid tier Dave, not the tech that anyone has. Yes, this exactly what I have. I, well, actually, yeah. I have a better one that I you know tried to get, but. Uh, <laughs> But yes, <laughs> but yes, I, I like the Logitech cam. It's simple. Like you said, it confused you because it didn't come with a CD to tell you. <laughs> you know, you like, wait a minute. And I feel you because I kind of looked at it like that too. I was like, wait a minute, this is it? Like, wait, how am I supposed I to, to download? I don't have to download any drivers, for, right. you know what I'm saying, and install it? And then, yeah. and then reboot? What's going on? Yeah, it threw me for a second, dog. I was like, and I'm looking at the picture. You know, I think it was just a picture. Did yours come with a picture on how everything works? Just a pictogram? Uh, it's like one little piece of paper. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Mine had a picture on, on it. It was like, here, put the camera here, plug it here, <laughs> and, and and talk. Like, <laughs> it was literally plug and play. Yeah, plug and yeah, play. yeah, yeah, yeah. What it's supposed to be. Yes. But yes, well, welcome. You know what I'm saying, Ian? Uh, it's good to see you now. Now we can have these conversations. And things like that and it, it, it should be a uh even more awesome show than it already is and just real quick thanks to everybody who downloads our show who listens to our show uh who's a fan or who hates it however you get it we appreciate all of y'all seriously we appreciate all of y'all man and it really means a lot because me and dove been at this for a minute and the day it stops being fun to us is the day we'll stop doing it and that day has not come and it don't feel like it's gonna come anytime soon so we appreciate y'all, man. We really, really do. So, yeah, a lot more on the horizon um, for what we're doing here at Ball, uh, expanding a little bit as far as, you know, getting into YouTube uh, and things like that. So, yeah, we just appreciate y'all hanging with us, man, and rolling with us and letting us know that you all like what we do. So, thank you. That's that's just for real. Thank you. Yeah, well said, Dave. Yeah, we was talking before the show about the, the consistent fan, fan base we have that is listening to our show on a regular basis and uh, – it was a good time for us in general that we get a chance to put out a lot of content. So if you love us, you know, have fun at it, man. The content is out there well, with the outcast and everything. And also, like they mentioned, YouTube, man, uh, that's actually brand new. I think we didn't have that going plus that we did a um, podcast, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, and by the way, if you want to find out where we are on YouTube, YouTube has this thing called a hashtag, which they are they are experimenting with. So we own that domain now. Like if you search hashtag ball, you're gonna get all that crap. So let's search hashtag ball, and you you'll find Outcast shows and a couple of podcasts. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, Dave, I'm gonna say it, Dave. Sure. Like and subscribe. <laughs>
Right now we had two. But I want to see three hundred. Just mm. you know, I want to see three hundred. I haven't got to the point yet where I look at the stats that say there are eighty percent of people who don't subscribe to the show. Please subscribe <laughs> and stop watching. I haven't done that yet, but I may get to that point. Uh oh. Because I want people to subscribe to the show, and I want I people to you know watch the outcast and everything. So subscribe so you get notifications on that. And for those who have, um, much appreciation, man. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's just good to see those numbers because, like you said, we always about the turtle pace. So it's just good to see <laughs> numbers go up. Like, and I'm and we're excited just a hundred. We got excited at a hundred. We were like, dude, yeah, that. I didn't do we got I didn't do we did hundred. I was like, wow. <laughs> and then you hit me. You were like, we at one fifty. I was like, wow. <laughs> we got the two hundred. It was like, oh my god. Like, yeah. And these are just random, regular things. Like, we know it's not big numbers to to y'all, but to us, this is this is a big deal because. It, it means something to us that people actually um, take the time to do that and subscribe and actually like and want to watch what you know we do or just want to watch uh, Matt and John uh, or want to listen to uh, me and Chris like have yeah. do it it's it's awesome man so yeah we appreciate it. and and shout out to everybody over at Open Gym also uh, sports and culture the other show I host um, so yeah we just all of it just all of it man we appreciate it and we got more coming. So let's just know that it's it's more <laughs> on the way. So yeah, we ain't going nowhere. Eh, 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 eh. Speaking of that, who Super Bowl tomorrow? Real quick, I know this ain't coming out during the Super Bowl, but who you got real quick? Oh, I, I can't go against Brady. I don't know how. I, I if there's a team that could beat Brady, this is obviously the team to do it, right? Yeah, the homes and like three of the best athletes in NFL history on one team. <laughs> They should beat the, but you know, hey, this is Brady. You know, Brady gets in Android mode. He turns into a robot, and he just completes like these great passes. He goes ten for ten, and then next you know, next you know, you're losing with twenty seconds left, and you gotta somehow run, 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 run a kickoff back to to win the game. So, <laughs> if that happens, please, you know, thank me for that money you're gonna make. But I think this one's gonna happen. But yeah, I can't go against Brady, man. Why, why should I? It's like better get Jordan. Why would you better get Jordan? Makes no sense, right? <laughs> Makes no sense. Not my question is, are we betting on something? Okay, so we haven't, we didn't do it the last two years, but yeah, traditionally Dave and I have like maybe we don't bet, we don't gamble really. But Dave, I don't have a feeling like I, I'm let's let's bet on something. Uh, I'll let you know if I feel something, um, like some kind of weird things gonna happen, maybe a kickoff return or a fumble. Mm-hmm. I do want to do, you know, lay like 20 bucks down or something. Sure, why not? Uh, I don't know what it is though. I don't know what you, what you, what you want to. I, I like to do those silly, I think, prop bets, whatever, like fumble in the third quarter, <laughs> or like someone's going to okay. kick off back yeah. at the beginning of the second half, something like that. Okay. I mean, we can do, I like straightforward bets. I like the, okay. who's going to win and who's not. It, every, in my stomach, it says Chiefs. My stomach says Chiefs, but it should be Chiefs. I think it, Chiefs. it should easily be Chiefs. Like honestly, the Chiefs should win this game. But <laughs> but like you said, there's just no way I can't bet against them, dude. I, I got to see it. Like I have to see Tom Brady. I have to see Thanos lose, and then I'll be like, okay, all right, he lost. Like I got to see it, man. Like I can't just, I can't, I can't bet against them. But everything in me says the Chiefs should win this game. Like they're a video game out there. They really are, man. But. I, I do feel like there's a there's a player that's gonna play have a bigger impact than you think. Maybe it's like some kind of guy that's like I didn't expect him to have a really big game. I mean like every, like the receivers on, receivers. on the Bucks. That time there's <laughs> some dude named Scotty Warren or whoever he is catching touchdowns looking like you know Danny Evan Dole and West Walker out there, man. Come on, dude. How does he yeah, do he's, this? He's gonna catch like three touchdowns. 
in the Super Bowl. Antonio uh, Brown or something? Maybe Antonio Brown has that game. Who knows? I don't know. Because if he doesn't, how, how, how long you think he's going to be able to live with Tom Brady if he doesn't play well on Sunday? <laughs> like, like, he don't play well on Sunday. I don't think Tom going to let him, you know, the lock's going to be changed before he even get home. <laughs> and the whole point of you coming here was for this day. I didn't care about the last game. Right. I didn't care about the playoffs. I cared nope. about Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. That's it. Did you see that quote that Brady said, like when somebody was crying that they? Oh yeah. Oh, Brady's like, "Fuck, you crying for?" Like, <laughs> we ain't, we ain't, yeah, we ain't, ain't we ain't, over. Right, it ain't over. We got stuff to do. I'm like, <laughs> you want me to bet against that? Like, <laughs> that's hard, dog. That's hard. That's tough. That's tough to bet against, man. All right, but uh, let's get in. Let's let's get into these Bulls, man. Let's get into these Chicago Bulls, who right now are on a back to back against the Orlando Magic uh, coming off of uh, I shouldn't even it's not a whooping it wasn't a whooping because like <laughs> it wasn't but yeah. but Vujicic just made it feel like one because <laughs> he was giving them the business man I love watching him play but yeah the Bulls are coming off that loss they play again uh, tonight uh, so we'll see how that uh, pans out for them but right now the Bulls are 8 and 13 uh, I believe they're 12th seed in the east and Kind of where Dove saw him right now, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's what because like yeah, we did it in the early year. Of course, we both was like, I think, I think it was pretty much a, a, a consensus, right? We'd be mm-hmm. fighting for that, you know, final two spots in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we kind of thought Indiana's gonna fall off, which I kind of did, but it's still better than the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, and we thought they'd be fighting against Orlando, right? but we said it should be better than Orlando. Like they should be better though, right? It was like they should be better than Orlando. So if you had to fight against Orlando, we should be better than Orlando. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting that Charlotte is at 10 13 is better than right now record than the Bulls. Mm. Uh Cleveland is 10 13. Did we think Cleveland's got a better record at this point? New York. It's only one game, you know, granted. Yeah, it's 23 for 24 games. But still though, I didn't think like we we, we could have hit double digits and wins <laughs> before the other 14 above us. Right. You know, above the Bulls, like Charlotte, Cleveland, New York, and Toronto. Which you expect Toronto to, to do their thing? They have a good team. Yeah, that's uh, Miami team. though. They fell off at eight and fourteen. Um, yeah, they fell hard. Yeah. yeah, they fell hard. I mean, it's all. It's, I mean, that's just what happens in the NBA. You know, it's always going to be that team that you know takes that tumble. And I think we kind of felt like Miami was going to be that team, just yeah. how they got to the finals and just the the exhaustive work that we know that they put in, you know, to get to that point. And we, of course, Jimmy Butler and you know how many minutes and how hard he plays. I'm like, it's just, it's, it's, it's going to come a time. You got to take a rest. And, and it, the, as the quick turnaround of the season uh, kind of dictated uh, whoever lost that finals <laughs> was, was going to yeah. be the one chilling. You know what I mean? So yeah. 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 It's interesting yeah. to see that, but, but again, the bulls, you know, like you said, only a couple games out of that, of that 10 spot. Uh, against the Knicks, were they a game out against the Knicks? Okay, yeah, you know, they're still battling and stuff. <laughs> now, let me ask you something, man, because I'm talking to uh, John Sabine. Um, yeah. And he talks to me about the shock he has of how harsh uh, Bulls fans are on their team, the harsh criticism that he feels Bulls Nation gives a lot of their players, like Lowry, like uh, Wendell, like, you know, Kobe White, and he just and Zach Levine. He just feels like there's a harsh harshness in the criticism, and he's like, "Dude, your team isn't even set up yet. Like, why are y'all so tough on these guys? They're only a game out of this spot right here." 
do do you agree with him that Bulls Nation is just an extra harsh bunch? I don't think I can really give an opinion on that because I don't know how the other fans are. Really. Well, he said Dallas. He's Giant. like Dallas. It ain't like that. Giant. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So that's what actually like. So he so like if he says that, I have to believe him. You know, John's funny and smart, so I have to I have to believe him. Um, I imagine the culture is different depending on what city you're from. It's interesting being 40. I think I'm 41. I don't know because like of course me and you, Dave, we don't. Some people, some fans in Chicago have seen Jordan the best, so we have a different different perspective. Then there's a generation that's raised on Bulls being okay to like being bad. Mm. So I don't know. This is kind of word that we just don't know how winning is, and we—I don't—I—I I haven't quite thought about it too hard. But if that's the case, it's because we just keep losing and being average. Yeah. Like, because like we haven't really torn down the Bulls and and, and see the winner. We haven't really got a high-value free agent to come and transform the team. So it's not like we know. What to expect? We haven't had a clear kind of path to Devin Rose, but even him, he got injured, and it wasn't like a clear path of like how to win or losing the winning. So we've been stuck in the muck in this middle range, which is like basketball hell, where you just like getting pulled from being good and bad, and you kind of torture as a fan because you want to overvalue the players you have at the same time, you may undervalue the players at the same time. So it's like you're just in the middle. You just kind of mentally is torn. That's why I think I think fans are torn about how to think about their team. Because you know this team is just not going to be here next year. Yeah. You know, so like, so I, sometimes, sometimes you just want to find stuff to grab about because you're grabbing about players that shouldn't matter next year. Mm-hmm. You want to matter, but shouldn't matter, and it's sad they don't that they don't matter. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I don't, I, I can't speak to why that happens in the Bulls Nation. I don't know. I think this is us being average for many years mm-hmm. and not having a clear direction, a clear focus, a clear. Um, North Star, so to speak, hmm. for your team, and I think after that you just start arguing about people. I, I'm better. No, he's better. You don't know because you don't have a you have a leader. You don't have a direction. So you just yeah. everybody's right, everybody's wrong, and you know. <laughs> yeah, and that's opinions because you know everybody right. gonna voice them. It's what it is. Uh, I don't I don't disagree with him. To be honest with you, I think there is a harshness, but I don't even mind the harshness. Uh, honestly, even when the Bulls were good, Bulls fans weren't satisfied. Like, you know what I mean? Like, except the because the satisfaction for us, and I know this might not be a word, but I'm using it right now. The, sat- <laughs> the satisfaction, you know what I'm saying? The patent pending. <laughs> the satisfaction <laughs> of us is winning the championship. And us, like you said, Dove, us growing up and seeing six titles and not knowing what losing feels like in the, in the NBA finals, I don't it might it might do something to you when you when you see that. Um, seeing Derrick Rose, but I think honestly a part of that is Derrick Rose and seeing how he went down and just how tragic that was because I don't think we've ever seen anything like that in NBA history. So to see something that tragic on the court happen to somebody that right in their prime when they were arguably, you could argue that they were the best player in the league Mm -hmm. and then they're just down, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to get over and come back from that. You know, because all your feelings and all your love was right there. And now you're in this new space that you didn't know about. Because remember, we went through terrible seasons before, but we knew we were terrible. Like right after that championship season, we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to suck. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And then when we got those players like Ben and Kirk and and Lou early on, we were like, okay, they'll be the baby bulls. They might win a playoff series, you know, 
and everything just went as far as status quo goes. So then when we get Derrick Rose, we're like, oh, bet. back to the stratosphere, baby. Yeah, it's comfortable up here. This is where we like being. So now being down here in, in this NBA hell, we're like, and we don't know how to maneuver or operate in it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, we can't get the door. Like, what's the door? I don't know. What's the, your key works. I don't know. Right. Right. Four walls. Can't right. you about to argue about the lead? Where's the suit? Where's the super yeah. elevator that takes us to the top? Like that's <laughs> right. what we're used to. You know what I mean? We're used to having that super elevator that keeps us out of there. So building from the ground is kind of new, um, because and like you said, Chris, there was no clear vision. Because even when we were bad, we were bad for a reason. You know what I mean? We understood what the reason it was and why you know we were going in this this way. And even when it kind of went off the rails, um, we got John Paxson in there, and he kind of righted the ship and mm -hmm. gave us purpose and gave us focus and let us know exactly what it was gonna be. And then there was that. And then again, Derrick Rose got hurt and then everything went off the rails there. Um, so yeah, it's just, honestly, I, it's new territory. And man, you gotta hold on to something because this is your favorite team. This is your favorite team, man. You gotta hold on to something out there and you just want your team to be good and you just want your team to be better. I haven't seen anybody on this team uh, not be criticized. I saw Billy Donovan be criticized in like his third game of the season. And mm -hmm. I was like, this, this is third game. Like, it's Billy Donovan. I don't know, guys. I don't know. You know, it, it's never going to be uh, satisfaction uh, for Bulls fans, which I like because that means you're telling me you want to win. And I'm not satisfied with mediocrity. I'm not satisfied with this. I, I want to win. Yeah, great. <laughs> that sounds cool to me. So let's figure out a way to do it and let's figure out a, a way to get there. Do you, do you feel that same sense in Bulls fans that this is just because they, they really want to win? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Chicago in general, like I said, we're a sports town, right? So, yeah, general, sure. like, you know, so like, yes, we want to win. Uh, we don't think it's just cool that we have a team <laughs> in the city. It's like, hey, we got a basketball team. We're Utah, whatever. I like, know, no, we have, no, we're Chicago. You know, we're supposed to have a team, right? And we're supposed to try to, we're supposed to win. So yeah. it's what we used to, you know, being on top, being talked about in the media and it, everything like that. But what you can't also dismiss is the fact that, you know, some people are just aren't smart sports wise, and like not saying that we are smart sports wise, but I mean, you know, everyone has opinions, good or right or wrong. Some people say some stupid things, <laughs> but I always caution. I always think to myself, you know, I say stupid things all the time. I'm on the podcast, I say something, I got to say stuff. Yeah. It happens. Like when the draft, uh, I want the draft to do the that's the one of the G League, Derek. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I know you were really high on Malik Monk. I, I, mm -hmm. I just remember that. Yeah. I wanted Malik Monk, and then I wanted uh, what's the dude? They went to the Knicks. Um, uh, Dennis uh, Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. I wanted Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, you and the rest of Bulls Nation wanted Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> you weren't alone. So, so I, they, I obviously gave everything right, right? Right, of course. You know that was, we wouldn't come on. This is what we right. are. We're, but well, here's the difference, though. The difference is that admitting you're wrong and not scared to make you wrong, and don't try to make dumb, weird arguments. You know, uh, to the contrary, it's like so. That's what, that's what I think, and I think I also. And I don't think a lot of fans that are smart, they just don't, you know, we on the Twitterverse, right? They're not always on Twitter. There are people who watch the Bulls, who are smart Bulls fans. They know what they're watching. They ain't got to talk about it on Twitter. They don't have a Twitter account. Yeah. They may not have a Facebook account. Or if they do, they don't care. They just want to watch the Bulls. So the people who want to talk, who want to talk, who want to be vocal, uh, oftentimes are not the people who may have the best opinions. So I try to keep that in mind that, you know, we are of a certain people, you know, the people that have opinions about sports, are of a certain type of people, and you know it's mixed bag. But but the the, the twenty percent that's on Twitter, the, they do not represent 
the uh, 90% of the fan base, unless you're, let's, let, let's we're like the electoral college and it's bad. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, speaking of, speaking of people uh, that you and I were high on who hasn't played well, our main man, Daniel Gafford. <laughs> shout out to Daniel Gafford, shout out to DG, who come, who's come in and he's starting and has not looked good. Uh, he is being, and especially at last game. Yeah, uh, Vucevic, he was getting work, and I let it go when he did it against Anthony Davis because I was like, "It's Anthony <laughs> Davis, like nobody's gonna look at Anthony Davis." Vucevic, man, w- was working him out, and excuse me, it wasn't just the drop defense. Everybody talks about that drop defense, but it wasn't just because of that. It was when he was in the post and inside, and the moves he was putting on were like Hakeem Olajuwon, like mm-hmm. when he was making him look out there. Um, so Daniel Gafford has not played well at center. Chris, tell everybody why you are so wrong and they want your apologies right now for what to see <laughs> Daniel Gafford in the starting lineup. Apologize to Bulls Nation, sir. <laughs> you need me on that wall. No, nah, that's so that's, that's a great That is that's pretty good. Um, so it doesn't matter <laughs> that's, that's because, like. You know, you're not going to win a championship this year. Nope. They're not going to be around. The whole point is to find out how good a player is. And you want to see him get time on the floor. Yeah. We had a coach last year who started Robert Ory, two point, uh, Robert Ory negative 0.5 yeah. for the Bulls over Gafford. Yeah. And then Gafford comes in and drops 20. And you go, okay, so this guy couldn't play, but that guy could. So obviously this guy has talent. Obviously he was misevaluated by the old staff, right? So you want to see a guy come in because there was the other guy, Robert Ory, negative point one, can't even get in the game, mm-hmm. right? There's a reason why, right? And Gaffer's playing, mm-hmm. which means tell me that he deserved more minutes last year. Yeah, maybe he would have been better if he played last year. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe a little bit better. But the whole point is to see is is that this team is not going to win the championship. They're barely a playoff team. It's to see who you have. The the GMs, the owner of the team, AK, you know, you know. Akami, they want to see who they have on the team. And that's all I want to do is all you want to do. That's all John want to do. Just play him. Yeah. To see. Because when Akon Jr. is not going to be the main reason why he win the championship. He's a good player. He's a fine player. He's very skilled. Yeah. But but like like he doesn't play 40 games a year. And if anything, he should be happy Gaffer's going to start because it gives him a less chance to get hurt. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but you just want to see who you have, you know. Because Gafford has his strengths, and you know, uh, when the Carter has his strength as well. Yeah. But to me, it was because Gafford seems like a guy who's always been tall in his life. And was told you're tall, play center. That's like, that's <laughs> <a> t- <laughs> I want to dribble now, man. You're, you're like in fifth grade, you're like 6'2, and you're playing center. Yeah. Okay. And, and you can jump. <laughs> and you can jump. Dribble the basketball. You ain't doing that. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, now you're seeing like his IQ level about certain things about the game. Like, it's not that deep. You know, he understands certain aspects of the game, but there's little nuances to the game that he doesn't quite feel on the court, yeah. see on the court. You know, that natural ability went to, went to, went to you know, uh, get out the lane, you know, attack somebody else about the screen, went to bait someone into doing things on the court yeah. physically. Or even how to, you know, how to, like, guard kind of, like, cool shots like, you know, the Vooch had, you know. The certain thing you can tell is, like, he hasn't played a lot. Yeah. That he needs to play more against people to understand how to, Get better at basketball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and that's clear to me. And it, which is great because I see that now. I see that now. I see that now. But Dave, to your point, obviously, 
having different types of players on your team can make him better. Like if you have Chris Paul on the team, right? Obviously, Chris Paul makes everybody look better. And he probably would be averaging like eight more points because Chris Paul gave him four more lives. We don't have we don't have a point guard who could make someone cross someone over and get to the hoop and throw him a lot. If he had a, a decent point guard at the end of the day, he would average like six more points a game. Really he looked way better, be more impactful. He really so really yes, he's another player to make it look better, but he's just that's what he is, that type of player he is. Yeah. So the Bulls are liking that point guard that can make everyone better and elevate everyone's game. And he needs that, they don't have that. But Gaffer will have good games where he does a lot. Yeah. Um, rebounding, I, I agree, David. I don't know why he gets pushed around. Like he's like pushed around easily. Like he just, oh, ah, so yeah. I'm like, dude, like you're like, you shouldn't be that yeah. nimble. Like, I mean, end of a, a week in the post. Yes. Yeah. yeah easily, easily, easily pushed out the um, paint. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be able to get a position and you just strip a timing. That's what I mean. Like, little stuff like that. Like, knowing how to time, rebound, look at that rebounds, how the ball falls off the rim. You can tell he doesn't have that. You know, sometimes that's natural. Robin practice that. You got to practice that. And you can tell he, he he's not quite there. Like he needs like fat, like three more years of playing basketball to understand. Oh, I, I understand timing. I understand position on the floor. I understand how to bait, how to how to get something, how to get how to get someone to do something, how to have my team how to rotate. You can tell all that's not quite there yet, and he needs uh, time on the floor for that. And I'm I'm fine with it happening on the Bulls right now because the Bulls aren't that good, and it's not going to cost us much. Yeah. That was long yesterday. <laughs> no, that's everything you say. I I, I agree with. Um, I, I don't know how many times I said, "Just let me see it." <laughs> I yes. don't know how many times I said, "Just let me see it." If it don't work, fine. Here's 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 a couple of the reasons why you know what I mean I wanted to see it. One, and I've said these already. One, I thought he would make things simpler for for guys out there because it was clear that Kobe White wasn't a, a thinking man's, you know, ball player. He's more, if I score, then things become clearer to me. I understand mm-hmm. stuff more. I thought that would help him just running a pick and roll and alley-oops are, is an easy play. I thought that was a very easy play to do. Kobe White hasn't recognized that yet because when he comes off that pick and roll, he's not looking to pass. Not. <laughs> he's not, he's not. And, then, and when you double team him, he, he's even more confused. So he, he hasn't learned that nuance yet. So that's one, I, I, I get to see, I'm like, okay, he can't do that, bet, fine. Two, like you said about the rebounders, Chris, goodness gracious, how can you be so ferocious dunking the ball, but then be so timid rebounding? I, I, that, I still haven't figured that part out yet. Why, why that hasn't clicked with my man Daniel Gafford yet. And three, here's the biggest one to me. I'm like, bet, Gafford didn't work. Okay, let's go sit him back on the bench. Oh, wait, I can't do that because the dude he's in there for is hurt again. Again. So even, even I can't really, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, man, it's not working. It's not good. All right, fine. Let's send him down. Let's get Wendell back in. Nope, he's out again. Wendell has not played 45 games in a season yet in his NBA career. That's the issue, man. That is a big, big old huge problem. And so the fact that we have to see Gafford, or or should in our case, we get to see Gafford play these minutes and play this long is also because the man who everybody thinks should be out there can't stay healthy. He can't stay healthy and he can't stay on the court. And that's for me is also, you know, a pretty big issue. And it's the other reason I wanted Gafford starting is because I'm like, bet if Gafford's having a bad game, it's I still got this dude coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? And and, and he can write the ship and we can be fine. I'm seeing it being done now with, with Thad right now because they're like, start Thad. And I'm like, Thad is like his 13th year. Even Billy yeah. Donovan said last game after the Magic game, said, I can't keep playing him 31 minutes. Like, even he knows, you know what I mean? I can't just keep doing this to this dude. So it's about having that help on the back end 
which is what was key. And which is why I was like, cool, let's let's take away some firepower here and put that on the bench and, and, and have Gafford in that starting lineup. And plus, I wanted to see how he worked with Lowry when Lowry didn't have to worry about another guy who's who's a scorer who, who can put the ball in the basket. I wanted to see what could he operate better when it was just on him. And we'll get in, we'll get into Lowry uh, after this. But yeah, those are the things I wanted to see. And no, he's looked lost. He looks like a dude who hasn't played a lot. <laughs> he looks like a guy who hasn't spent a lot of time out there on the floor. Um, yeah, he's been getting worked by some of these awesome b- basketball players and, and some of these just okay ones. Uh, I saw Robinson. He got on my nerves last game against the Knicks, man, where Robinson was getting on him early, early in the game. You know, just bodying him out, you know, getting rebounds and putbacks and things like that. No, that's that's one of the reasons I wanted you in there. You know what I mean? It was for your toughness. I, I didn't want to see him getting bodied out there, though, duh. Yeah, Gaffer seems to lack what you saw on the, on the Knicks. Is is uh, what's the guy name on the Knicks? Uh, the guy that dunks everything. Robinson. Robinson. Mm-hmm. Robinson has a nasty like 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 I'm going through you kind of thing. Gaffer seems like I'm going through you. Oh, I get knocked out of position. Yeah. It's it's like a mentality like he doesn't understand. Again, Dan, he doesn't understand. He's seven foot. It's like some people just don't get it. Like he don't get it. He's seven so foot like, all you, the time. Like he gets yeah, it when he's talk, dunking. Right. It's like he doesn't understand. Like. Like it's okay for you to like think that way. Like you should get a rebound. It's almost like maybe I should get maybe I, I wasn't supposed to get the rebound. No, you're supposed to get every rebound. It's something like he doesn't understand that. He doesn't have the mentality. He's kind of he's kind of seeing his effort into body positioning and the way he sees the game. It's almost like he feels like it's harder than what it is. Yeah. And it's like it shouldn't be. Like it's okay to like be aggressive and like that have people push you around. I don't know. I don't know. Plays are different. Like I see Barkley, six six, getting all the rebound. Robin did, and these are the legendary players. But uh, all the McDaniel's, all Mason, there's all lot short players in the NBA history that can rebound. And, that, and again, it's not about always being tall. It's about understanding where the ball comes off the floor, position on the court, and have a mentality of that the ball is yours. And I wonder, he just doesn't have this game yet. Maybe he'll find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if the Bulls are. I know he's limited offensively, but like. Are they really like giving him a chance to be himself on off, you know, the best opportunity offense? You know, are they really saying, okay, Gafford, you're gonna make sure you get these get these oops, or you're gonna make sure you run this backdoor play for you all the time, or do they say this run around set screens and what happens happens? Because mm. you mentioned with Kobe, like like Kobe needs to understand that that lob helps both of them out, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, because you know, so right, so like throw the lob a couple times, boom, then like you know get to the cup. Now, now your guy's off you, and you got five points off that one, then, then compensate for that. Then that's, you know, you got an easy assist to the corner. Like, all that helps everyone out. And I think he's just, like you say, he, just, he doesn't have the natural mentality to be, you know, a facilitator first, that he doesn't see it that way. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about before, that he needs to score first and then have people react off his scoring. Yeah. Then when that happens, then he understands, then he controls the game because he understands how to control the game when people are reacting to him scoring. Right. He doesn't understand how to control the game when people are reacting to him scoring the ball. And so if you're going to be that player, fine, but you better be a good scorer <laughs> on a regular right. basis. Right. And I think the league has caught up to him a little bit. They caught up to a little bit how he scores. Mm-hmm. You know, like the hooky-jerky stuff, you know, the stuff you know, on the screen. I think they caught on to him, what he could do, you know, uh, going to the basket. And I think he has to sort of have a plan B of how to attack the NBA. So Yeah, that's a great point. It's a great point. Uh, let's get into Lowry real quick. Um because, you know, main man, Lowry, Mark, and my other main yeah, we it's, a, it's a tough day for my main guys today, bro. It's a tough day. What was you about to yeah. say? 
I said, yeah, we never talk about Lowry. I mean, like, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. We, we've never discussed him. No, no. But yeah, it's a tough day. It's a tough day for, for my main man today. So, but hey, you got to be real with what you see, man. We, we about honesty here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to be real with stuff. So I made man, my main man, Lowry. Oh, man. He came back off that injury. I was feeling good, dub. I started sending out talking crap texts just to test out my talking crapness. Just, just <laughs> testing it out. I was sending out stuff to my brother. I was like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to alarm you, but you know, Lowry got thirty points in three quarters. <laughs> I don't want to alarm you, you know. And he sending me stuff back like, well, you know, you got to do it against somebody. I was like, dude, I don't care if it's Speedy Claxton. Thirty points in three quarters is thirty points in three quarters. All right, I don't care who it is. But I still felt like he should have had forty that game. But that's that's mm-hmm. that's another topic. But he had back to back games of thirty point performances. He was looking comfortable. He was shooting the ball. He was starting to get somewhat aggressive. And then he started making me angry earlier before those 30-point performances, though, because I didn't like how he was going to the bucket. It was like he was like going in a circle instead of going in a straight line. You know what I mean? Just like, no, dude, just run to the bucket. Like, they'll call a foul. I promise you. You're, You're big and you're white. They'll call a foul. I promise you. They will do that. And he would just try to finesse it. And, you, and that's not an area you can finesse in the NBA unless you're Hakeem Olajuwon, you know what I'm saying, or, or Dirk, you know what I mean, unless you're an all-time great. They have finesse in the paint. He ain't got that yet because he had a one-track mind kind of thing. And then he was like, nope, there's a clog there. I'm going to go in this U right there. And it's like, no, bro. Go. And then he throws up some weird sky hook. And, I mean, it, it, it was frustrating. So then comes yesterday after he's having a good game, after coming off of a game where he only shot eight shots. He, could, he had seven shots in the first quarter against Orlando. And, I mean, he was playing well. He was hitting threes. He was, he was going inside. He was being tougher. And I'm like, this is great. And then he hurts his shoulder. And I was like, I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to feel right now, Doug. I don't know what to feel. I don't know what to feel. So, uh, so a guy who doesn't play physical and just shoot threes keeps, <laughs> keeps getting hurt. Uh, and tied after the game, like tied. I, I, okay, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so I missed the first half. I was uh, actually on the way home from work. Yeah. Uh, I heard. So I don't. I didn't see how he got hurt. Uh, but Lowry definitely. In, yeah, backing it, backing down somewhat. He, you know, back. I guess back to do him too hard. Oh, so he tried to be physical. He tried, he tried to be physical. physical. I was like, Ouch. Yeah, it hurt itself. <laughs> this, 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 so this is why he does U-turns when he goes to the back of the day, back of the day, because he knows. He, ah. Yeah, I asked him, like, 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 that's when, like, the way he goes to the hole is when, like, if he was playing, like, outside, you know, the crib, or you know, south, or you know, whatever, he'd be like, he's soft. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but here's the problem that we know overseas, that is not him. We oh. know he's a bully when he goes to feeling. Oh, he is bodying dudes oh, and talking trash. And showing his biceps. Yes. Yes. Something happens to him. We see big news in the NBA. He, he's, he gets so scared that his shots can be blocked. My shots can be blocked. Uh, I can't have that happen. Like, like, why are you doing in the rounds yeah. in the paint? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're set, he, he shoots shots like he's fast, five nine. Yeah. Like you just just shoot a baby hook shot. You ain't gotta go around and shoot a swooping. I don't know. I they that's always frustrated me. I thought he would get that out of the system two years ago. Me too. He's still and, and the biggest frustration is that we know he doesn't have to be that way. We've seen it before. Overseas and feeling. Yeah. Maybe the bush should paint the court. 
the court, the blue, what's it called? Blue, was it blue? <laughs> blue, was it red and blue, red, white, blue? They, 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 they need to take pictures of the teammates in cardboard, print them out yeah. on the, on the yeah. bench. Yeah. Print his coach out on the bench. Get yeah. Get out of the behind the microphone. <laughs> like a cardboard cutout. We can change the, the color. We can change the color of the, of the basketball. Right. Put the flag up there. Yeah. <laughs> get people out. Get people to speak Finnish in the whole building yeah. for a whole day. Go get his favorite day. meal. Get his oh, favorite finish meal. Finish day. Finish day. Finish day. Yes. Let's hey. have a finish day. Let's have. Out of fact, hey, February, we'll have a finish day because Black that's Laurie's month. Who needs that? Black yeah, month. yeah. 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 Give me finish a finish well. day. Finish yes. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> finish fest. <laughs> finish fest. We'll bring over artists from Finland to perform. Yes. yes. They'll perform this, live. They have to. Oh. They have to. They have to. They have to. The, the hottest rappers over there. We're going to get them. <laughs> We're going to get them over here, man. And we're going to have them perform, dog. Oh, man, dog. Like, because this is, it's so frustrating, dog. Like, I was so angry and frustrated, especially after he got injured in, because I was like, this is the same thing I've been watching. I watch it get to that point where I'm like, yes, he's got it. It's clicking. He's doing it. Hurt. And then I got to watch him start over again. And then build, and then people like, he ain't got it. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. And then he build up again and he gets it. And then he gets hurt. He keeps See, who is he? Who is he though? Because like, we got, it frustrates me that two youngest players are not, they play like they, they're out of, well, three got a porter, but he doesn't count. They act like they're on a porter. Three, they just get hurt. It's the young. They shouldn't get. I'm used to. I, I watch young players never get hurt in this play all the time. These dudes cannot stay on the court. Yeah. But who is Laurie? Like, like is he? Because we said this is the season where we evaluate who he is. Right. This is yeah. like last this last guy. Yep. Are you a dude? Are you just a guy? Are you cool? Are you okay? Are you great? So I'm looking at a guy who's good, who needs his teammates around him to get him good shots. Obviously. Because it's clear down the NBA, unless again, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scared like you are. He goes to some team and he just turns crazy and just Balls. starts like balling. <laughs> Ball. But yeah. at this point, right now, he appears to be a player that needs his teammates to give him good shots. Yeah, he cannot get it on his own. He needs Agreed. everyone else, and then he kind of capital, which is good. A lot of players can't do that. Great, so he dropped thirty, right? They dropped thirty. No, they didn't really guard him at the line. I, I, I was actually like, they're not guarding him. Right. But, but you didn't guard him. I'm dropping thirty. Right, right, fine. Uh, can he just can he score third when he's guarded on a regular basis? Probably not. You saw what happened when the Knicks was like, You ain't doing that crappy mode, you ain't getting open yeah. shots. Three, four, We're gonna come up on you, making yeah. something else. Yeah. And he didn't, but still, though, what is that player to is that that is that type of player right now? As you see him right now, you pretty guy that's going to buy a spot crazy with these Bulls. Is that the player that you sign long term for the Bulls? Is that the player you want to win a championship that you're gonna say? All this money too. We need you to be a piece of what we're building in the future. Yeah. Right now, his value in the NBA can can you easily get that value back with another player on the team? Yeah. Do you need that on your team looking for it? I'm a soft no. Mm. But yeah. talent's hard in the NBA to get back. It's hard. Seven two guys, two threes is still good. It's still good. <laughs> yeah. But what is he worth? Yeah. If, if you get a bargain for him, then maybe I would say yes. Okay. But we know my my mantra that dumb gyms out there who wouldn't give them a lot of money, who just need a player to come in and get their fans hope. This guy who initiated the Bulls, we got him because trust me, we're gonna turn him around. Come Chicago, come out of Chicago, we're gonna make him throw thirty points a game. John Sanders, and, 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 and they won't be like right? they won't be lying, right? Because he's right. that guy. Like being the scenery, yeah, the real law is gonna show up. So I can easily see a GM giving him a lot of money. 
yeah. the Bulls and Bulls are unable to pay him. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, no, you a seven foot tall dude who you've seen score thirty in a in a league a few times. He's gonna get paid. Like like that's just what it is. Seven foot tall dudes who score get paid. Period. Seven foot tall dudes get paid. So yeah, yeah. One could actually put the ball in the basket. Like yeah, that's that's gonna happen. Um, so obviously the big trade they've been talking about for him, Dub, is Lonzo Ball. And mm-hmm. you know I'm a fan. I don't know you are too a fan of Lonzo. Yeah. Um, yeah. So two questions. Uh, would you like Lonzo on this team? And second question: Would you trade Lowry for him? But so I, well, I might wait. This is that who wins in this in this deal? I don't think the Bulls drastically improve with Lonzo, mm. and I don't think they get worse with Lonzo. Yeah, I think they get better with Lowry. And I said it because Lonzo, and we know Lonzo is the really best point guard. Right? He's, he's a good player, he's a triple double threat defense. We see him, he doesn't really get you wins like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though he may be a better point guard, we have we have a, a good sample size of who he is as a player. He's a very good player. But does he get you wins like that? We see him not really, right? Maybe different sitting with help, but it's not like he's going, start, he's going to start scoring 20 a game. He's a nice piece to have on a team that's winning. But does he get you better, really? Uh, than what you had before with Lowry? Because you drop off the scoring. But maybe you you get better at guys getting better shots, get better a little better defensively, but you lose scoring. I don't know if you get. I don't know. It's probably even. I would say it's the even trade. But I think you know ball seller. Yeah, I I think we were satisfied with ball seller. I think with Laurie, because he's a seven footer that can shoot threes. You, that team automatically gets better because uh, they have who's the point guard now? They have um, Lonzo. Lonzo, uh, I think Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bledsoe. Let me look at that. I, I don't know. Just to me, to me, it feels like they get the better end of the deal. To me. Why, why, they do, you feel, the, why do you they feel They space the floor better, you know, um, you know, of that team because it needs spacing. And I can imagine, you know, that they're, you know, he, he just, he, he they don't need him to be a 30-point scorer in that team. Hmm. Right? You have to. And we talked about this before with Lowry. I brought up with Lowry that he's a guy that doesn't want to be the reason why you win. He wants to be a guy to be part of winning. Yeah. And if he goes to that team, he would be a big part of them winning. Because they won't be all on him. It won't be so – if he scores 10 points, it won't be a big deal. But if he drops 20, oh, my God. Yeah. This guy. And he's going to get way more shots as well. Yeah. yeah. No, he's going to get – but and Josh Hart is the other guard that they have on the bench. Yeah. Who, who's he's, good? He's cool. But he's better than we got. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> no, definitely. So like was saying, so they kind of win in that scenario. They win in that scenario. But but Lonzo gives us also what we kind of need, though. Like, we don't have that IQ. We don't have somebody that can make things simple for guys I want, on the floor. I want him with Lowry. Can we give us somebody else besides Lowry? Okay, who you giving up then? Who who would you give up then besides Lowry, Mark? Who you give up? Be, oh, I don't want to be so nice with that team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's a given. We get like he comes in with he's like he's like fries with a with a sandwich. G like he he's thrown yeah. in with the package. Like you can you're, have all that. You want that? You want Felicio getting a seven foot body? That's how you say it. Seven Come foot on, body, man. Dude, you can't you can't get and a then, ball <laughs> to your Felicio. They ain't gonna take that deal. You gotta give. Uh, and then you throw in um uh I don't want to throw Winter Carter Jr. Trying to figure out is he worth that? He's good enough to be worth. He's good, man. Enough to work but out. is that too much to me? Because I, I don't know. Okay, that's fair. 
That's fair. I, I, I think I think Lonzo is dope, but is he is he like? So I'd like to have him with. Um, I, I guess I guess my question is I'm battling with for now. Would I rather have him with Lowry or with the Car Junior? Ooh, okay, that's a good question. And I think I'd rather have with Lowry because Lowry was thirty. All right. And Wendell was just a, a, a guy, who, a very skilled guy, but I don't think he's like upside like a 20 point guy. Lowry could be that. Okay. Well, let's go into our uh, new segment that we have here, Dub. Let's go into our new six man segment that is brought to you by the 80s Baby's new album, Unlearn, which is on all streaming platforms right now. You can go get that album, 80s Baby's Unlearn. We bring in our guy, D. Jackson. One half of those 80s babies. He is on with us. What's going on, sir? And we can't hear oh. a word you're saying. See, your audio's off. After that incredible introduction. <laughs> it's second time. Yeah, this is right. the second time, bro. This is the second time. I, I, I don't know. One more time with that accident. One more, one more time with that accident. It's That's twice. It's not an accident. I'm, I'm going to take it personally <laughs> from now on. See, I guarantee you the next time that we do it. No, we can't hear you, bro. I guarantee you the next time that we do it. I do this, I'm going to just destroy him. And his microphone is going to be on fire. His microphone is going to be crisp <laughs> and clean. You're going to be able to hear him from Jupiter. Like, he's gonna, he gonna, his mic is going to be on. See, y'all see what it is. When I show love and I show that respect, you know what I'm saying? This is what happens. This is what, what we get right here. And so now he's figuring it out right there. It's for the course of his hand. Yeah, I like, I, I see you. <laughs> so again, uh, MC, who was behind a microphone pretty much half his life, forgot to plug in his microphone. <laughs> It's what you what you just happened right there. I don't, that. I don't know, man. I don't, that's suspect. Like that. Like he lives behind a mic. Can y'all hear me now? Well, yeah, we hear yeah. you now. How are you, sir? Yeah, great job, great job. Like this is what you do is behind a microphone. I had the mic set. I'm like, man, I'm ready this time. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on your daughter, man. She she unplugged it. Oh, see your boy. Hey, Dub. This is my first time seeing you, man. In like a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been a minute, man. What you got? What you got up there, man? Well, I have a, I have a, have a, um, a, a COVID throw. I haven't got a cut since March. <laughs> really, since March? Yeah, man. It was almost a year. Really, dang, bro. Yeah, man, you should be drinking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. Shaquille, Shaquille, sunflower at least out here, bro. Like, for real. I was telling David, I was like, man, I thought it'd be longer, but I, actually, my hair, you know, is real long in the back. Mm-hmm. Like it all piles up in the back. Okay. So I could probably do like a mullet kind of thing going on here in the back. But uh, yeah, I thought it'd be bigger out there, but I don't know, man. Maybe I should pick it out and see how it goes. Yeah, just get you a blowout kit. You know what I'm saying? Go for yours, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that, go for yours, man. For real. I just, I just came to terms, man. I'm cutting my hair. Probably it's gradually every like week is going lower and lower. It's gonna be it's gonna be a baldy before the year's out. Hold yeah, up, man. hold up, D. You the man. We had this conversation like conversations like 10 years ago when I first met you. You were never gonna give up rocking that mini fro. We had this conversation. Remember, I said I had a mini fro for a year. He's like, "Yo, I'm never getting rid of the mini fro." Yeah, that's when it was thick and healthy, son. <laughs> False, but that's when... <laughs> bro. I... My shit is see through. <laughs> <laughs> like, what you want me to do? I'm sorry. Right. You know what I right. mean? Right. He's like, what do you want me to do? I'm sorry. Like... Yeah, man. It's, it's 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 pushed back too much, and it's yeah. I didn't have hair forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like thick hair. Mm. So it's, it's it's tough, man. People been telling me like it's time for like a. They told you. Now it's a couple yeah. people told me for like a year now. It's it's getting there. It's time. I'm like, All right, man. I gotta. Do you are you are, do you think you want to look right with a bald head? I mean, what do you what's your hold up? Do I got a funny shaped head? Okay. <laughs> I got a big head, 
I got a big head and I got an extra you dig in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's going it's gonna to take some getting used to. So a little bit, a little bit of y'all mean on the sides right there. Okay. Y'all, y'all supposed to be my homies. Y'all just let me rock it. Y'all just like, nah, you good. Y'all supposed to told me last year. Like, so. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I ain't seen enough of it to, to have that discussion with you, to be honest with you, bro. Yeah, I ain't seen the Minnesota. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly. Like, I, 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 that, was, that was the first time I even seeing that right there. If I saw that, I'd be like, hey, dog, you might be tired. Well, it look worse than what it is because it's, it's hat hair pushed back. But Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's pushed back, yeah. Yeah, you got the Stephen A. going. I, I got that. <laughs> 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 yeah. I said, I said you got, yeah, I said, yeah, you got a Stephen A. happening right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, hey, low, low key, low key. <laughs> yeah, James Brown going on over there. No, yeah. Oh my God, I'm in this uh, this basketball league. We ain't played in like a year though. Mm. But this was around this time last year, man. I was playing. And I was doing decent, you know what I'm saying? I hit a few threes. And I heard somebody in the stand say, say, yo, Stephen A, snapping. <laughs> oh, I heard something. <laughs> I heard my brother. Hey, man. So you went, you went 0 for 12 after that, didn't you, bro? <laughs> hey, for real, hey, that, ever since then, like, you know how I was ear hustling. The whole time, so I couldn't focus. I'm like, man, they thought they riding me, man. <laughs> I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing this thing. Right, not, man. Not. Then I actually get subbed out. You know how you sit on the bench and act like you real tight, throw a towel <laughs> over your head. <laughs> but, all right, man. <laughs> I, might, I might have faked the ankle sprain or something. Ah, <laughs> 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 ah. Play, play along, Tommy. Play along. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah, dude, it's 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 time, man. Okay, I think you'll be cool, bro. Honestly, I think you'll be able to pull off the ball head. I think you'll be. You know know what? I got a healthy beard, so that's going. Yeah, the beard all is is the key. The beard beard is the key, but uh, it's it's gonna be something different. Okay, but But man, so before you jumped on, man, and um, before I get your thoughts on the Bulls right now, uh, I wanted to get your opinion on this question, uh, Dub and I had here, uh, was about Lonzo Ball and trading for him. Uh, just want to know your feelings on Lonzo Ball, and would you trade for Lonzo? And if so, who would you trade? Uh, I would trade for Lonzo. Um, I think the um, it would almost have to be Kobe. Wow, already in year two. I mean, we we bring in Zoe in to sit the bench or play the two, or no, we so going to Kobe at the two. Zoe is going to in my well, in my opinion, Zoe starts. Yeah. And and Kobe comes off the bench, like that's that's yeah. how it is for me. Okay, I wouldn't be mad at that mm-hmm. until you know I don't know the what Zach Levine's uh, future is going to be with the Bulls. I believe he has what two uh, a year left after this season is over. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what his future will be going forward with the team. I mean, yeah, of course I want him to be around and stuff, but Kobe White uh, over Lonzo, like I, I can't start Kobe over that because Lonzo's too good. Of a point guard, yeah. Lonzo, Lonzo is to me is a little a tear ahead of Kobe mm. right now. Um, one thing I noticed about Kobe, man, these past like two, three weeks, and I don't, don't want to get off subject real quick. Yo, he's getting worse on defense. Like what you attributed to though, I don't know, man. But he can't stay in front of nobody. It's like he can't focus on defense. He can't play the pass lanes, and he can't focus on guarding his man or being in the right spot, man. It's getting bad, man. Like really, really, really bad. Like when you pay attention to it, man. A lot of people don't pay. Like he, 
he don't know where to be out there on defense. And no, you're right. No, we we see it. <laughs> like you're oh, absolutely okay. right. Like you're absolutely yeah. right. He looks lost. And looks lost, awesome. man. And he can't stay in front of nobody. I'm like, dude, you you got speed. You athletic, man. It's 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 all about heart at this point. Like what you want, what you do. But honestly, I would um for Lonzo, I would probably deal anybody except Zach, Lori, or Pat. Mm. So okay, so a window Carter Jr. For Lonzo, you, you'd be cool with. Wow, no. that's two. That's you and Dub. Okay, both of you and Dub would be cool with him seeing him with Wendell Carter Jr. Bro, what? What? I mean, we. What? What you holding on to Wendell Carter Jr. for? I don't want. You, listen, I'm not against this. Like, uh, okay, I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm not, you pointed out to me that son I'm gonna not against this. We can pencil him in for a month off every year. You, <laughs> yeah, dude, you pointed that out to me. Dude, I told you. And what happened? And what happened, dog? <laughs> like every year. What happened, dog? He got hit in the shin by Denzel Valentine. He got hit in the thigh. He got caught in the thigh muscle by Denzel I, I, Valentine. And is out for a month. How does Valentine hurt you anyway? It's Valentine. Nothing Valentine do should hurt you. <laughs> like, really? Unless you playing. Like, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so he'll hurt you sometimes. But yeah, I mean, Wendell has never played 45 games. Like in the NBA, he's still yet to do that. So he, he not even a month, yo. He's missing almost half a season. Yeah, know? yeah. He's he's out of here. Like when he gets hurt, he's down. You know what I'm saying? It's never a couple games. Like he's just down. Like even this one, we, we I just thought like, okay, deep thigh contusion. All right, you out a couple days. You know what I'm saying? Like take your time, be back. And they were like four plus. Yeah, and I was like, what? Well, this window Carter. No, he need a new thigh. Need a regular. Last transplant. Yeah, dude, and and I think that's the issue, also, D. Is you you see where he helps. You know what he can do. You know what I mean? You like I know you can score. You know what I mean? I know you have this really good IQ. I know the spacing. I, I see. I get all that. Mm-hmm. But the the best ability is availability. And if you ain't out there, like all what you can do really don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you look like. Yeah, it's all right. But, you know, if you ain't out there, what good is it? You know, it's not helping anybody. So, yeah, I feel you. I'm okay with you. I'm just shocked to hear both of y'all say that because of how bad uh, Lowry had uh, looked up until a certain point. You know what I'm saying? And knowing that this is his contract year and the Bulls are going to have to, you know, pay him some kind of money because he's going to be a restricted free agent. So, you know, teams are going to throw money at him. Right, I think we could probably get more than Zoe for Lowry, though. I'm not opposed to dealing Lowry. Okay. I think we can get more than Zoe for him, though. I think what well, what was the best thing for Zoe, you know, was what I was thinking. I think for for Lowry marketing, we could uh we can package him with somebody else and get and get something, you know, whether it's Zoe and some draft picks or mm-hmm. you know a, a little bit more because um like you said, the league is still high on him even though we might know what he is and what his ceiling is, his capabilities, like the league is still high on Laurie. There, there's some teams that's, that's close. They could use a, a stretch four. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there's some teams that could use a, a stretch four, shoot Clippers, you know, they could use a stretch, a stretch four or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they might give up, you know, you know, we might, might get something for Laurie. I'm not opposed to parting ways with Laurie though. Okay. I, yeah. I think, I think Zoe, that's not an even trade, though. I mean, obviously, it'd be more components, but, like, mm-hmm. not even. Go ahead, though. Yeah, I agree, because the Bulls are full of players that would be good on a lot of teams, good teams, right? Imagine with a kind of Julia on a good team, right? Perfect, right? Clippers, whatever. Laurie Marcus, stretch for the Clippers or Milwaukee, he looks awesome, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. The point is that on this team, 
they have to be better than who they are. So they don't appear that good. But the, your point is valid. The GMs with teams that are like good, you plug in one of our players, the Bulls players, Wendell Carter, Laurie, Zach, anybody, you improve your team. That's what I was telling David. Like, if he goes, if, he, if, if the if the Pelicans get anybody from the Bulls, they kind of improve themselves because they know what they are from Lowry. And they already got like two All Stars, Zion and um, uh, yeah, Ingram on the team. You got the you only got them two dudes. You cool? Imagine, just imagine Lowry on Phoenix. That, oh. Oh, dude, that the fast breaks with Chris Paul and then Booker is giving them open shots in the corner. That might be a, per- a perfect fit, yo. Yeah, you're right. That'd be Seriously. And it's not on him. It's not on him. People don't expect him to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not on him. He'd be the third guy. He was the afterthought, you know? Oh, okay. Laurie had a good game. He had 15 oh, he points. That's what he is. He is a third guy. He's a great third guy. Yeah. On a, yeah, he'll be, your team is good if Lowry is your third. That's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good team. Because, like you said, Dub, like his 15 don't hurt you whether he scores it or not. So, yeah, that's a great point. That's a really good point. Oh, I just hate to say that about Lowry, man. He, dude, he can be that dude, man. Come on, man. Dude. Uh. You, held, you held out hope for him, man. You, you uh. advocate for Lowry. Right. I'm still on the train, but I'm holding on with one hand. You know what I'm saying? You know how they be when trains are coming to the end of the line where that dude, that porter is hanging out on the, on the train, holding on to that pole with one hand. He's looking. <laughs> That's me right now, dog. Just hold out, looking to see yeah. if, when that train stopping. So I might just have to jump on off, man. But man, dude, I'm—I mean, it's—it's it's tough to hear that, but it's true. Like, cause that's just how he's been playing. Like taking eight shots in the game is frustrating, especially coming off a thirty-point performance. Like the cons- inconsistency that it's been has been frustrating. But I know he'd be better with a dope point guard. Like, and maybe that's to your point, uh, you guys' point of what you're saying. Like seeing him with Lonzo. Uh, I'd be like, man, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see him with a dope point guard. But, man, I don't know if I'm like, do I really want to find out or do I just, am I comfortable with who he is and what I think he is right now? And that's that's kind of where I am, man. So just holding <laughs> on to that pole on the train, brother. Like, this, <laughs> hold on, man. And also, Larry does get hurt, too, as well, D. But uh, Winnicott Jr. definitely gets hurt. So I don't know if anybody want him <laughs> or someone on the team because you know – he hasn't played like they said 44 games. You know, Laura can play more than 44. I don't think he's played 80, 80 whatever, but well, well, he does play more games. The, so the unique part of packaging up uh Wendell Carter Jr. for Zoe, Zoe kind of said it without saying it that he ain't re-signed. Well, he didn't take the, the uh the deal they offered him to re-sign. Right. Correct. So he pretty much said, I ain't coming back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I this has they have the point of lose him or get something for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can give up Wendell Carter Jr. and a draft pick because we're gonna be in a lottery, you know. <laughs> You know, okay. or we can give up Wendell Carter Jr. We got Otto Porter expiring contract. You know, Thad Young, who's actually playing good, who's playing, playing very like, good, really, really good. He is. You know what I'm saying? Like a team that's like on the cusp like that. That'd be good on that team. Yeah. That'd be good on that team. I, man, I love Thad this year, dude. He's been playing great. He's, he has. He's, he's been awesome. He's been a great fit for this team this year. Yes. Efficient, too. Yep. And yeah. I don't, and I don't like it because that means he's the second best player on this team. And that means that is not good. <laughs> man you might be right that's not good bro like the argument because I, I heard cameron smith say that on twitter he said it and i was like this is a problem like you have a real you got a real point like a straight up point it's it's the same thing i said about denzel valentine how i think people are like man denzel might be your best passer on the team and i'm like well that's an issue because yeah. Denzel is like your F eighth person off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he's like the, the eighth person in the game. You know what I mean? Like that's a problem, man. 
if that guy is your best passer. Like your best whatever should be towards the front of your rotation. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And a guy like that, Young, who's 13 years in the league, and I, who's never ever been a dude you're like depending on. You know what I'm saying? To just carry your team. Like, man, if dad has a bad game, we off. Like, he ain't never been that guy. You know what I'm saying? So for him to come here that late in his career, and he's playing well, and I want to take that away from him. I'm just saying, man, if that's number two, if it's like, man, stop Zach Levine, then stop that young. Like, that's, <laughs> we got issues. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, that's, that's a problem. Yeah, man, we got issues. That's an issue, bro. So, yeah, but, but you're right, D. He's been playing great. I don't want to take that away from him. He's been playing – Really good basketball, man. It's it's clicking for him because we didn't know he could do this last year because of what we had coaching. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we didn't know what he could do last year. We was ready to get rid of him then. So it's good to see. It's good to see. And his trade value was going higher. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we got these pieces, man. And like that young, he's doing good now, but he's reality is he's not a part of our future. Yeah. You know exactly. But he could he could help a team now and even if we can get some picks for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or no, you're right. Yeah, we got to think like that. Him and Otto Porter, we got to think like that. Oh yeah, Otto's got to go. Go ahead, though. Yeah, I just want to have uh, you know, AK and then uh, uh, Kami <laughs> is uh thinking like, are they going for the route of just getting a lot? Because because Blake Dobbin, you know, was told he can have a lot of input into the team, mm-hmm. uh, help building the roster. I wonder, are they all in on just like really start from the bottom, draft, get draft picks and draft picks? Or they all like this military, let's trade people here and there and hope we get a superstar. I kind of think if they want to be like, all right, if we get a superstar, fine. We don't get a superstar. I don't want to do these average trades for, for okay people for another okay person. I want I think they want to probably just get a bunch of draft picks. That's what I'm kind of thinking now. So I think for years we've been you know, it doesn't work in the NBA when you kind of keep trading good, okay players and hope they be better than what they are. If they if they if they're new here, they start from scratch. I kind of think they want like a young, maybe a young, good player like Zach, and there's a whole bunch of draft picks. I, I'm thinking. Yeah, no, you 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 got a point. It could. We don't we don't know what, what they're yeah. thinking, and we just know Patrick Williams is the one that they're resigned to. He's exactly. the only player that yeah he's resigned to. And one more thing before I move on and ask you this question, but Patrick Williams, man, him his play yesterday, I I immediately said in my head, man, he just made a bunch of people expendable. Like him playing that good and being mm-hmm. and looking that great, I was like, "Yep, that's about two, three pieces." The Bulls, AK and Eversley, probably looking like, "Mm-hmm." Let's put that check mark next to him yeah. and him because if he playing like that consistently, that's all I'm about to say. Dude, as soon as he learned how to put it together, where it's night in and night out, yeah, we we I still believe in him. He he hasn't oh, yeah. been consistent and everything, but he showed flashes that he's gonna be a player. Yeah, you yeah. know. He looks like he's good. Gotta, he's got to put it together. Yeah, he's looking like a rookie. So he looks yeah. like he's figuring it out. That's all. Like like Neo figuring out his powers. Like that's all he looked like for real. Like he's just figuring <laughs> stuff out. So I yeah. he's so young, man. Hey, Still, the youngest, he's, he's the youngest player in the league. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm like, I'm still waiting for him to even have like a like a 30 point breakout game. And I'm like, he's only 19 though. Yeah. You know, and he's still like playing with adults. You know, Chandler to him is an adult. <laughs> you know, he, even though. <laughs> To uh, these points, he's gonna take a job, but <laughs> already, like all these people around him, are like old people around him, right? And he's just like, I can't upset what they're doing in their career, so let me just be on okay killing for. Um, I just can't wait. To, yeah, I just can't wait to see that moment. Maybe it's gonna happen late this year when he goes. It's okay for me to be me, to be for me, and not try to be for the the team or someone else. 
So yeah. I, then 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 you said because he know he wants to handle the ball more. You know that, and that's why sometimes he gets ripped up. The, you know this when you when you try to like hold back, you kind of you kind of scared. You get, get the ball ripped up because you're doing stuff you not naturally trying to do. Mm-hmm. He naturally wants to be aggressive and and handle the ball more and go to hope. And I think you saw that last game. He goes, okay, I want him to do me. He looks way better. I just can't wait to hit that moment. Get to the moment where he's in that I want to do me mode for the whole game and the whole year. Yeah. Then I think you see a different uh, a different. Uh, you you, know. you ever um not saying he's 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 this guy, but you ever hear Charles Barkley tell a story when he realized he was better than Dr. J. Mosley Malone and Mario Sheets, and they was calling all the plays for them, and he because he was kind of similar. Not saying Pat is Charles Barkley. Yeah. And he was just like, man, dude, like I ain't. He's like, I'm getting, you know. 14 rebounds and 20 points a game on putbacks. And like when I go outside of the office, you say you need to go to the coach. You're like, nah, I'm gonna do me because I'm better than all these fools. Y'all need to call these plays for me. Mm. And I think if y'all don't call it, I'm gonna go outside the offense and ball mm. because I'm better than all these dudes and everything. So not saying yeah. he's that guy, but he might have that yeah. extra moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I gotta do me. Yeah, you know? and that's that's gonna be the other interesting thing also, D, with all these injuries happening, is he's gonna get that opportunity now. Because now with Wendell out and now with Lowry out, I mean, who are you going to be looking at? Like, you're going to be looking at Pat. You're going to be looking at Kobe. You're going to be looking at Zach to score. So he's going to get those opportunities now to showcase. Key point, does he need permission? Like, does he need Billy to tell him Pat is okay to shoot 15, 20 shots? At 19, he might be looking for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, and he said that coach has been on him about that. Because and teammates telling him, dude, it's okay. Like, shoot. You know what I'm saying? I know Zach been telling him. Like, I know he's been telling him. So yeah, he's like, they've been on me like about his confidence. Cause you guys saw it when he hit that rookie wall. Like, cause remember he was shooting well from the three point line. Then all of a sudden he just said, I don't know how to shoot threes. And then he starts pump faking threes. And then he starts turning the ball over more. And then he would kind of disappear. And I'm like, well, clearly in my head, I'm sure y'all thought the same. Like he hit that rookie wall. Like he's, he's, that all rookies hit that, you know, unless you're like LeBron or Jordan or Hakeem, like, you know, all rookies hit that stuff. They hit that wall where they're figuring the game out. You know, Kobe White mm-hmm. did it last year where they, he, they hit the wall for a while and then they figure it out. And then they come out like, oh, OK, I'm better than this person, that person, this person. You know what? I'm just going to do me. So that's what's going to be. It, it seemed like his came quicker because I didn't expect it to come yesterday. You know what I'm saying? To him to figure it out that quick because he did it on both sides of the floor. Mm-hmm. Like defensively and offensively, he was awesome, man. So that's what I'm excited to watch it going forward, uh, especially, you know, tonight's game and going forward, you know, with the injuries that the Bulls have, he's going to get those opportunities. So we're going to find out. We're going to translate to some W's, man. Yeah, bro. That's that was going to be my next question for you, bro. Like, I mean, the Bulls right now, eight and 13, uh, sitting at the 12th slot. Uh, but they're only a game out of the 10th spot, which is the Knicks, you know, the game out of the play in game. Um, what is, what is your feeling overall on this team right now? Uh, are you, are, is this about where you thought the Bulls would be? Do you thought they'd be higher? Do you thought they'd, they'd be lower? What, what's your opinion? Remember, yeah, when we spoke before the season, I, I, I had them on the outside looking in. I think, uh, I know you had them in. Yeah, so I had them in. I, I think, Doug, you was close. I forgot what you had. Um, yeah, I was, a, yeah, I had probably, um, barely in. Barely in. Okay, I had them on the outside looking in. Um, I had them a little bit better than what they are right now. I had them like maybe a little bit below 500 team or hovering around 500 team. Some of these games, man, uh, even last night was winnable. Yeah. You know, a lot of these winnable games, man, we got to, 
we got to learn how to close, learn how to close games. You know, we got to define people's roles in the last five, three, three, five minutes of the game. You know what I'm saying? And we need that definitive leader, not like Zach. We know he's our best player. Honestly, we need Kobe to step up. We need a point guard. We need a floor general, man. Kobe makes a lot of bad decisions. He takes a lot of bad shots. I did not know this dude was shooting 39% from, from the field. field. Mm. Dude, that, that is ridiculous, dog. That that's horrible, man. Like you, you I don't care if you if you give him 15, 16 points a game, dude, but like you it's taking 20 shots, 15 and bad shots and everything. And you're not making anybody better, man. We need a floor general that makes the right decisions down, down, you know what I'm saying? Because we know any opposing team trying to game plan us, we know we they got one person, you know, who who's a go-to guy. Really, one definitive person, and let's let's game plan against him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Laurie, you know what I'm saying? But he's been inconsistent. He's been a little hurt and things like that, too. But, like, we got to close games, man. Yeah. Honestly, out of the 12 losses, man, six of them, dude. Six of them could have went either way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We could easily be number six or five in the East. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, six of them could have went either way. But we don't know how to close games. We don't have a definitive floor general. You know what I'm saying? And we just... Yeah, dude, we, we got to close games, dude, yeah. and everything. But it's, it's it's a little bit worse than what I thought we would be. But I did have us on the outside looking in. I, I had this year as a getting adjusted to Billy year, you know what I'm saying, and, and figuring out who you're going to keep and who you're going to get rid of. I mean, at this point, I say, what, All-Stars in three weeks? Yeah. About a month, actually, March 7th, whatever? March 7th, I think, yeah. Yeah, so literally about a month. We need to know what we're doing by then. Actually, I think the the trade down line is uh, that week of. We need to know we know we need to know what direction we go in two weeks mm-hmm. and make a decision on some people. Mm. Man, it feels like decisions are being made for them too with these injuries. I honestly, it feels like some of these decisions are being made. Um, and D also want to you know give you time to seeing what Zach Levine has done so far. And I know you haven't been on the Zach Levine train. Not saying he can't play. Not saying he ain't good. Um, you're just saying you didn't think he would be that leader. Uh, that consistent leader to lead you, you know, to the playoffs, you know, and even further. Um, has your opinion changed after watching what he's done so far this season, or do you still feel feel the same way about him? Unfortunately, I still I feel the same way. Now he he has proved that he he can just flat out play, and um, at times he can just just say effort and put everybody on his back. You know, and for the most part, he makes the right decisions. For the most part, he make he take a couple dumb shots at the down the stretch too, a few. But um, you know, like it's a it's a a reflection of Zach too. Some of these close games too that we're not pulling off. You know, when you like the leadership, man, goes a long way. The the intangibles, man, the the impact over stats. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying he got the stats, man. I I don't think his impact is where it should be to be that good, man. You know what I'm saying? Same with Bradley Bill. You know what I'm saying? To do to, to be that good, your impact ain't, ain't where it needs to be. You know, uh, I think I think you're saying D, he doesn't make other players better. Does not make other players better. Yeah, he try he tells Zach is trying. Like he and to his credit, look, he had to play point guard the last five games. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, I right, I'll run point. Fuck it. I'll run point and score all my points since I can have. You know, it's like I, that's a lot, and I get it. That's a lot. But at the same time, to your point, he still exists that he doesn't quite elevate, you know, make, or the team doesn't feel like we got Zach, we're going to win kind of thing. It's, it's different. Like, 
yeah, he's not superstar. He's an all-star. So, right? So, like, what is that? How was that? What was that value to your team? Was that what is that? Was that in terms of value to your franchise going forward? To have are you going to pay him? But he clearly is not a superstar yet. And superstars, what superstars do, they make you look better, make your team look better, mm-hmm. make the right decisions, and you know, in the, in, the, in the full quarter, they get you open when you inspect it. You know, and he he's trying so hard. That's what's that's what's so frustrating about Zach. He seems sincere. He tries hard, but it's just not quite there for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I- he is, man. He's putting it. He's been awesome this year, yo. Like for real. They wouldn't even win the games they got without what he's been doing. But you're not five hundred. Like how you're not five hundred. I thought I kind of thought DT. I I just kind of rethought it. I'm like, yeah, generally when a good coach comes to a bad team, they have a honeymoon period when a team just plays way better. They're not even five hundred. How the hell are you not five hundred? Even Thibodeau has a team in looking better than the Bulls. <laughs> That's true. He does. You know, they, they may have a. He's got a he's got a legitimate all star though. Right, he got a legitimate all star who's having a career year. Yeah, you know, so to speak. And you can argue maybe you can go one for one. You can argue who you know the, the players as far as how good they are. Pretty much kind of even. I give maybe New York the, the nod a little bit, but just because I think they're more vets on the team. Well, I don't know, but you're not five hundred. You're eight and thirteen. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> can we get five hundred? Yeah. And they should be winning some, like you said, against the Knicks and the Magic with back-to-back games. And they got the Wizards coming up on Monday. Like, these are games that, yeah, they should be winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, they should, they should be winning these these games against these kind of teams. Even with the injuries that they have, they, they should still be winning against these guys. Um, man, so Kobe White, uh, D. So you see him, but – and I understand he's shooting bad. So are you in the camp – that says, you know, let's go ahead and put him down and let's see Tomas Sadaransky out here start. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I call him Kirk Hyber 2.0 now. He's just... <laughs> Who, Sadaransky? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, Kirk ain't that bad, son. Okay, we, come, we ain't gonna I, I, do I, this. I'm dogging Kirk, man. <laughs> we ain't gonna do this. We ain't gonna do this. Um, and so, <laughs> go ahead, please, please. Good. Dude, but Kobe, man, his effort is not there on either side of the ball, man. I don't – well, I don't want to say his effort not there. His performance is poor. You know, like he's an athlete and he can he can get a shot, you know. He needs to make some more of these shots. So he needs to he, – he proved that he can get almost any shot. So mm. he needs to have the mental capacity to get the best shot because he's big. You know, he's 6'5". Yeah. You know, he's big and he's quick. Yeah. Well, not quick. He's fast. What? He's fast. He ain't really that quick. You know, it's a different. He ain't got that Derrick Rose quickness. Right. But he he got fast at a decent first step where he can get to his first shot. He can get to his spot and he's big, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, he has the ability to take better shots. He takes really, really bad shots, man. Yeah. Seriously. And honestly, dude, please, anybody listening to this, and I pay attention to this dude on defense now, man. It is alarming. <laughs> Seriously, man, fam, I'm like, he don't even know where he's supposed to be. And right. like a one-on-one situation, he can't stay in front of nobody. Yeah. No, you're right. And and I think he's thinking a lot more out there, which isn't the greatest thing. Because, you know, guys play better when they know it and then they forget it. You know, as they say, study long, study wrong. So I think he's just thinking way too much out there because he said, I want to be that point guard that leads the team. So I want to do this. And so he's playing a position he's never really played. So 
when he's trying to run a play and think, then he's automatically forgetting what he does best. And that's put the ball in the basket. And that's create, you know, those ways. Because that's when he's at his best, D. Like, when he scores first, then the, the game is easier to him when he's scoring. You know, it, it gets a little simpler. He'll get six assists, like, if he's scoring, like, 18 a game. Like, you can look at his stats and see that. Like, but when he's not scoring, I mean, it just looks bad on both ends. So, if you're bad on the defensive end, you better be good on the offensive end. Pretty much is what I'm saying. So, he, he has to be good on that end. Because if he can't do either – then you, he's going to be in that camp. Like DJ said, like, man, get Lonzo in here and trade him. Like, for Lonzo, like, he's going to be in that camp really early, man. But I'm not giving up on him yet, only because it's year two. And I know he's trying to – he's playing a position he's never played, and he's figuring it out. He's trying to figure it out at least. So I'm going to give him – I'm going to still give him a little more rope, you know what I'm saying, to uh, go ahead and do that because I know he wants it, man. I'm, I just watch him work, and I'm like, man, that dude's really trying to figure this out. Now – Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but yeah, but he doesn't get easy shots. Uh, I think he got easier shots last year. Like this team itself, players don't get easy shots. Like all his shots are like tough. The you know he off the dribble, flying to the hole, step backs. He doesn't get the ball off the dribble. I mean off the off the off the off the ball often. And he and the shots he does get, they are easy. He hits right in the corner. You saw him in the Orlando. He doesn't get a lot of open shots, and that's where the point guard is missing. He needs one too. <laughs> you know, the whole team needs one because their lives the problem. Their yeah. lives the problem. Our point guard needs a point guard. Yeah, mm. there it is. I <laughs> can't say it better. Mm. That's D- a title. A point guard needs a point guard. D, let me because let me ask you about uh Daniel Gafford and what you feel about his game and how he's played. Because Dub and I have definitely been on been on the. We wanted to see this man start. Because we we saw the energy, you know what I'm saying, and we would like the ferociousness. But now that he started, it's like we didn't realize how timid he was when it comes to rebounding. We mm-hmm. didn't understand the way he was getting pushed out, and we could see the IQ isn't as high. We, we watched him get worked, you know what I'm saying, by by a couple of these big men out here. So, what's been your opinion on uh, Daniel Gafford? Yo, he's a he's a a tweener when it comes to starting and on the bench and everything. He's like his energy. And his athleticism makes him a little bit better than the average NBA bench player, big man. Mm-hmm. Not quite on the level of starters, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he is a, a great backup, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, we depend on this dude to give us 35 minutes of that energy when he, he's only used to doing it in spurts. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, we, we, we won't get the same production. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he is timid out there too. And honestly, he might be gassed. And and I don't think he's built for 35 minutes of being the starting, you know, center and giving that same effort. You know what I'm saying? But he can he can come off the bench and, and bust somebody else center. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And three minute spurts, you know what I'm saying? And he can do that four times a game. You know, three minute spurts give you four points and two rebounds. Hmm. But not yeah. not as a starter. You don't see the starter. Not as a starter, unless we have – he would be a perfect starting center if he had a dominant post player next to him where he can just be a, a cleanup guy and just throw me some lobs and just block some shots and get some rebounds and put him put it back. Yeah, exactly what me and Doug were saying. But, yeah, that's <laughs> why – post player, though. I know, but that's – and that's the other reason I want – like I said, I wanted to see him start because I wanted to see what Lowry looked like next to him. Because I wanted to see what Lowry could do when he didn't have to worry about another guy having to score. 
or having to get uh, Wendell Carter Jr. the ball. And, you know, like, just be out of the way. The ball is yours. You go do it. Let's see what you can do. Like, that's the other reason I went because I thought he was going to be that. I was like, well, if he misses, then he's going to get them rebounds. And you know what I'm saying? He's going to get these easy putbacks. He's going to get these easy alley-oops because I thought the alley-oop would be a simple thing to run for Kobe White. A simple pick and roll is, is easy. You know what I mean? Like, boom, pick and roll. Oh, dude who can jump who's tall, here's the ball. And we figure out Kobe White can't, ain't figured that out yet. You know what I'm right. saying? He has, he, that hasn't clicked with him. I've only seen the alley-oop to Gafford from Zach Levine and, and Denzel Valentine. Those are the two people I've seen throw him alley-oops. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm right. like, I, that ain't who I want. That's cool, but that ain't who I want to see it from. I, I got to see it from the point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like Dove said, like, Kobe's got to understand that's what's going to make, you know, his game easier and make his game better when he's doing yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Point guard needs a point guard. Point guard needs a point guard, man. All right, D, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks again for stopping by. Please let people know, you know, where they can check you out at. Man, social media, same thing. D Jackson 82, D-E-E Jackson 82. Go grab the Unlearn album. It's still fresh, still dope. You know what I'm saying? It's still relevant to today. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man. Awesome album. Top 10 album on the list. Top eight album, excuse me. On, on the <laughs> oh, list. boy. It's yeah. an awesome album, though. It's a top, top one <laughs> album, but you know, you. God. <laughs> hey, man. Haters going to hate, man. You see, you see gonna, what I mean? Haters going to hate, fam lamb. See, see what it is. See how crystal clear his mic is right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> crystal haters, clear. Haters going to hate, man, but you know what, man? How's that hate? You got to explain expect, me how man. that's hate. You got to explain me one day how that's hate. You really do. You got to break that down to me one day. That's what I expect, man. <laughs> man, that's dope. Uh, you can check out our show, uh, ballsports.com. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can check out Ball of Ball on Bulls. We are there. We are on Twitter at Ballsports and at Ballsports1. And we are on Instagram at Ballsports. Chris. Yes, you can also check us out on ballsports.com. And uh, we have a YouTube channel now, so go to YouTube.com. Hashtag ball, the search hashtag B A W L, and you'll find our channel really easily. You'll find man, the outcast do their thing, the post game show after every Bulls game live, mm-hmm. and also on Facebook. Check it out on Facebook as well. Search for a ball, and uh, yeah, man, that's about it. And since Chris won't say it, I'll say it for him. Make sure you like and subscribe oh. to the YouTube <laughs> channel. That awesome? I'm that guy now. Oh. <laughs> that's our guy, D Jackson. On behalf of my man, Chris, a.k.a. C-Dub, I'm Big Dave. We'll catch y'all next time, y'all. Go Bulls. We out. Peace. Peace. Bye.